This podcast is hosted by RPP. The following episode contains coarse language, violent themes, sexual references, and the really creepy stuff. If you're underage, turn off your device. Normal people, Esther, don't just go straight to demonic infestation like we do. Because the government was also freaked out about babies. They might be dealing with a demonic possession. Meanwhile, as she's on top of him squeezing his throat, she's screaming, who sent him here? And they started to move towards her really fast. What are these? Australian aliens. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. To I think my fridge is haunted. Yeah, the ice cube. Oh shit! <laughs> We've got new toys, and Esther can't keep her paws off them. <laughs> All right, chill out, everyone. Chill out. It's exciting. We're excited. Esther's uh, gone bright red. Just, We're just so happy. We're just so happy we got new toys. Yeah. This, okay. This thing is like. To describe it, it's like, um, do you guys remember being in high school and having that one keyboard in like the music room that had like the DJ? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's literally that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, and all the buttons are rainbow. It's like um, Ghostbusters. I like how thing. it's like disco, but it's kind of like pastel disco. It's it really is, it's, sweet. It is it's really co- cute. Yeah, they've really yeah. Um, gone with our guidelines. Do you of, think they'd be offended if um, we actually stuck that Pistolina sticker on it permanently? Can we do that? I kind of. <laughs> I look. I. I mm, uh, go ahead. I don't give a shit. I think it looks good. I think I think I look great on this keyboard. So we're hoping this sounds okay. This is a little weird for us because we're normally in a different studio and it, it this sounds different and these headphones are like really high tech. Yes. And I let's just find our pause and we'll see how we go. Yeah. You know what? I reckon we'll be fine. Guys, this is an ice cube, so it's going to be recorded and shot out to the world very quickly. ASAP. Yeah, ASAP. And, yeah, we just want to keep you company while we know that you're self-isolating, you're working from home, things are a little bit crazy right now. Or you're like me and your job is forcing you to work with other people, which is horrible, and I'm carrying around my own sanitizer strapped to my belt. Mm-hmm. So I, I've got a little spray that I keep hang with in me there, as guys. well. Yep. You literally have that strapped to your belt. Yeah, I'm not exaggerating. It's a oh, cat too. Oh, that is too. so cute. She's got a little hand sanitizer strapped to her belt. You know what that reminds me of? Like, kind of like uh, when mobile phones first came out, yeah. and like men used to strap them to their belt, yeah, like yeah. older men. Yeah, my grandpa still does it. I hate it. <laughs> a shout out to Charlie Parker. I hope you're feeling better this week. I know you've been listening, and uh, yeah, I hope you feel better, and hope these episodes that we're filming today make you. Feel less alone. Also, shout out to Billy. Also, home, self-isolating. Shout out to all my performing friends who I know like 95% are all home isolated. Everyone. Yep. Everyone except me for, for now. Mm-hmm. But um, I dare say we'll probably be going into I think so. hiding at some point soon. I literally think next week. They Literally an hour ago, they just released breaking news saying that if you're not a petrol station, a pharmacy... Um, a supermarket, a doctor's clinic, you have to shut down. Holy cow. Yeah, so I think we're going to be 
lockdown. So as far as recording is concerned, it's highly possible we're going to be just recording our phone conversations or something. I think we'd be able to (laughs) port this round a little bit. Like we'd be able to do a sneaky sneak. Yeah. And these um, wires are pretty long. We can can sit pretty far away from each other if we want to. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah. Well, that's (laughs) it. I'm really quite scared. So let's talk about the best story that came no, out this week. Let's do heavy story and then cheer everyone up with a good story. Rip this it off like a, a band aid. Oh, it is a great story. This is the heaviest and greatest it's story. Freaking amazing. Look, um, it's a bit controversial because uh, capital punishment is like f- very dividing of opinions. But this, these guys deserved it. I'm sorry. So you may the have worst heard of the worst. That the four guys that gang raped a 23-year-old woman on a bus in India, uh, I believe it was... Delhi. Oh, Delhi, right. Mm. Uh, and that was in 2012. Yeah. Um, they attacked her so violently, she she did pass away. They dumped her on the side of the road. Yeah. Uh, they were caught literally to the, the time of their death, didn't think they'd done anything wrong. Yeah, so... What happened was uh, she was out past, I think, six o'clock with her friend. Um, They had just seen Life of Pi in the cinema and they were catching a bus home and these these four men at the back of the bus came and beat up her friend who was a male and then dragged her out the back and brutally, brutally, brutally raped her. But not only did they rape her, they – one of the men – put his hand so far up her vagina that he ripped her intestines out. And at this point, she was still alive. Um, They dumped them both at the side of the road. Um, uh, I think a paramedic actually described the scene as it looked like a cow had given birth because she was almost inside out. I didn't realise it was a double murder as well. Oh, no, her friend uh, lived. Oh, they just right. brutally. But it was a double assault. Yeah, and she right. lived, I think, for about two weeks <gasps> afterwards. And she wow. she was strong enough to be able to describe what her attackers look like. And yes. she, it's really heartbreaking because she she had such a future. Like she was studying. She she was working. Like yeah, she wasn't was, she studying something like psychotherapy? Or she something? was yeah, like, really incredible. Amazing. And for, for like a stereotypical woman in India, she was completely breaking the limits like she was wanting to make a future for herself and support her family and it's really upsetting and these assholes these four men turns out they had um they owned the bus themselves and they would go around pretending to be like a public bus and they'd pick people up and rob them jeez yeah which happens a lot in india you really? can people can literally buy a van and act as a taxi service wow it's everywhere and this bus looks like a huge commercial tourist bus yeah. like it's if you look the photos up it's it looks legit yeah but um if you uh do look up interviews with the rapists they're literally years t- till recently have no regret they don't understand what they've done they're, they're literally like well she was a dirty girl because she mm-hmm. she shouldn't shouldn't have been out that late with a boy. Yeah. She deserved it. She wasn't a housewife. Uh, they described it as, I think, um, a woman is like a diamond or a flower. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful until you drop it in the gutter. 
Like, and that's, they just had no, absolutely no remorse. So like where she was ruined anyway. Well, good riddance, I say. 100%. They were hanged um, yeah, two days ago. Yep. Friday. Yep. Uh, well, it would have been, it was Friday our time. So I don't, I'm not sure what time that was in India. No, I'm not sure either, but yeah, hanged, um, which isn't, it can be fast, but re- not really a lot of the time. It if they did it from um, a height or not. Yeah. I hope it was slow. Like, what assholes? I mean, the youngest guy, I think he was 17, he he wasn't hanged. Hmm. Um, and he cha- I'm pretty sure they allowed him to change his name or they didn't release his name. And he's living in India. Okay. They don't know who he is. So he's – because he was too young to be executed. But um, – and apparently he was the one who ripped her intestines out. He was 17 at the time that the crime took place? Yeah. He was wow. a kid. So, yeah. And even the bus driver was in on it. Jeez. Yeah. So, um, good riddance. So, that happened. And um, the podcast Red Handed did a really amazing episode on them. Oh, I, did they? Yeah, it's incredible. Um, they're, they're great. They're so good. I think the title is India's Daughter. But, yeah. They go deep because Saruti is Indian. Yes. So she she has a lot of fucking knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go back and have a listen. So to that. good. Heavy. Heavy. I imagine. Trigger so. warning. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, what else has been going? Do you, Do you have anything that you'd particularly like to talk about? Um. No. I don't. I can't remember. Just the coronavirus is really scaring me. I haven't been able to sleep. Oh, bless. Yeah, I'm really scared. I'm sure everything will be fine in the end. (laughs) Thanks, man. I'm just glad my cats can't get it. (laughs) Yeah, do you know what? I was thinking that today. I was like, maybe I shouldn't let my dog lick my hand. It's like... (laughs) I can't catch it. They're all G. They're all G. Let me tell you some funny, funny stories. Cheer us up. Oh, uh, speaking of coronavirus, though... uh, the uh, psychic. Uh, this is on. Um, oh yes! Oh my god! The mirror. The mirror <gasps> website. Oh, the psychic so... who claims he predicted the coronavirus felt a sense of gloom when he saw the news. This is him. Wait, why is everyone laughing? <laughs> why are you laughing, Chris? <laughs> uh, so, Nicholas Ojula from South London. Oh, no. Says he first had visions of an influenza disaster around the world in 2018. He believes coronavirus, which has claimed the lives of thousands. Who doesn't feel gloomy when they see the news? Unless it's a dog on a surfboard. Everyone (laughs) loves a dog on a surfboard. (laughs) Uh, He said uh, it could be the start of the end of the world, but he doesn't believe it. Uh, could be the start of the end of the world, but he doesn't believe it will be in his lifetime. Okay, whatever. Speaking to the Mirror Online, he said, these visions came in late 2018. I remember being aware of a virus-like outbreak that would affect the world. Piss I off. Was, I was aware that it came from livestock animals. Oh, and shut up. And so the words influenza came to mind as clear as day at the time. These words have always stuck with me as it's not a word in my usual everyday vocabulary. livestock. <laughs> uh, months later in March, I also saw this unfold in a dream that left me feeling uneasy upon waking up. So when the coronavirus started affecting those in China in late 2019, 
That's when it all came flooding back. How convenient. Douchebag. When you're in the moment of getting these visions, it's just a thought, an image at the point in time that you glimpse it for a moment. It leaves and then you continue with everyday life. Again, hashtag how convenient. I hate this guy. (laughs) Nicholas also has visions of the end of the world but believes it's a long way off. He believes the coronavirus outbreak combined with climate change, could be the starting point. Well, no shit, dumbass. Like, climate change, 100%. But the, the, our whole history has been riddled with viruses. Like, shut up. Go back to your, your friggin' little coffee shop, you dickhead. Well, uh, also... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think this is also from the mirror. I'm not really sure, but this is, this is quite classic. Police were understandably concerned when they received a number of calls reporting a lion had been spotted f- roaming freely in the nearby area. Good. Officers from the Spanish town of Moina de Segura, Ooh, possibly, you that. <laughs> were dispatched to track down the big cat after several panicked re- reports from locals, only to later discover it was, in fact, a very big dog. <laughs> It's a Labrador. In a social media post from the station, it reported there had been multiple sightings of the animal in one area of the town. When they caught up with the lion, they were able to find it had been given a microchip and after checking its details found they were in fact dealing with a doggo. That's the best! (laughs) Officers were then able to reunite the lion-looking pet with its owner. You are going to freak out when you see this. It's so flippin' funny. No way. No way. So some, that's legit. So, this so what type of dog is it? shaggy dog has basically been taken to it's the a, groomer and they said, please make this like a lion. <gasps> and it really does. And it's got even the oh, little puff. A chow chow. Okay, oh, so oh, it's, it's a, a... Oh, yeah, it is too. It's a chow chow that someone has shaved its... It's even got the little puff on the tail. Legit. And then it's pretty much all shaved That's until around nice. its shoulders. It's got this big shaggy mane. It looks I, like a lion. It's quite Look cute. at its hind legs. Like, yeah, yeah, legit. yeah. Legit. That's so good. So I, I thought love that was that. quite funny. Yeah. Uh, I've got another story... But this is quite a long one. Oh, I've got a I quick one. It's funny. You do the quick I've one. I've got a quick one. Um, I was listening to a podcast last night when I was trying to fall asleep, which probably didn't help my paranoia because all I listened to was like death and ghosts and shit. You do. Um, Mile High, Mile Higher podcast. Yeah, they're Kendall really good. Ray. Yeah, so good. She's um, the bomb. They were saying that uh, Kim Kardashian posted a while back, uh, like when the coronavirus started to come. Mm. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there was some like. Um, uh, what a skeptic, a sep- uh, what a, the psychic, <laughs> a skeptic, skeptic, psychic, <laughs> <laughs> a psychic, like back in the day, back way back. I don't know when I'm just, <gasps> I know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they said that 2020, a virus was going to come. Yes. And then after, I think a few months, it's just going to randomly disappear completely like with no cure it'll just disappear and then in exactly 10 years later it'll come again well isn't it always and the they case guessed with, everything with this plagues. person guessed everything like in the past they had guessed 
um, the Twin Towers, the uh, fucking... So the psychic's name was Sylvia Brown. Oh, well, you explain then. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you already said the story. Well, <laughs> you've got facts and shit now. I'm just going off what I was no, listening to. I just have Google. It's not the same. Oh, <laughs> Sylvia Brown, there you go. But, you know, like, plagues often do... <laughs> Where's our laughing? Uh, good one. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, plagues, they, you know, come a chameleon. They come and go, come and go. I hate that. Dude. I uh, hate that song. Great Plague, 1665, killed thousands and thousands of people. Year and a half, once winter came, gone. Yeah. No, let's hope. Yep. Look, let's just hope the like. Let's just hope the whole virus turns into one mega cell, and then just goes and face its Donald Trump, like the blob, (laughs) and just completely morphs him in, and and not only eradicates itself, but it eradicates the president. Let's fingers crossed. See what happens. (sighs) See what you but. I don't know. All right. Well, look, at this point, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Every day we wake up and a new crazy thing has happened. Bondi Beach is closed. Well, good. Uh, it's all a cesspool. Every single day something new is happening. It's a cesspool so. before, before the virus came. Disgusting. Have you <laughs> met Sydney ciders? In their bikinis. Yeah, and their <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to read you this long story. All right. Uh, it's on, it was on Reddit. It's by the author. Her name is Totally Twenty Five. Oh, it was sounds posted. credible, definitely. Totally Twenty Five. It, uh, it's from actually a couple of years ago. Uh, she says, "I work as an event planner. It was the wedding of two fairly wealthy families, and the bride had decided on a rather rural, shabby, chic aesthetic. The reception she decided would take place on a family property in a historic barn." This caused a huge flurry of issues between having to have the barn cleaned, the fact that we needed auxiliary tents as the barn wasn't large enough, and the fact that the property lacked electricity and running water. The latter was solved with a bank of generators, tubs for water for catering, and a side tent with Porter Johns hidden inside. I suppose that means like toilet. Toilet, yeah. Not little men called Johns. <laughs> the, the bride had, to be honest, been quite a bridezilla, but it's my job to deal with those things. At this point, the ceremony had ended. Cocktail hour is shutting down. Professional photos were taken. We were prepping to transition to the entrance of the bridal part party, which would be followed immediately by first dance and cake cutting. During this, the dinner would be staged, so every aspect was being fairly carefully timed out. I was speaking to the caterer when I happened to glance over and see the most curious blend of expressions pass over the bride's face, and she frantically waved down my assistant. A few moments later, my headset beeped, (laughs) and my assistant said, we have an issue. It turns out the bride had gambled on a fart and lost in a big way. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now the bride was wearing a huge full ball gown. That's so gross. With a fitted (laughs) boned strapless top in a sort of embellished Mm. mesh. Underneath she had a shaper garment and hoops and slips. Oh, that's disgusting. (laughs) We had already realised there was zero way of getting her... um, to the bathroom we had issues getting in her into a limo 
and having her use a porter john meant one of us would have to get personal. That was my assistant's job. I radioed to everyone to expect a 15-minute delay and they headed towards the tent. The 15 minutes pass, then 20. Finally, my earpiece beeps on. The previous issue is more than we anticipated. Oh, God, what? <laughs> I, ran o- I ran over to find my assistant looking horrified. The bride, it turns out, had been using some health shakes. No. <laughs> in an attempt to fix last-minute bloating. This, oh, honey. <laughs> this had mixed poorly with the cocktails from earlier, and she had eaten a fairly decent breakfast. The substance that came out of her body, as a result, defied explanation. It was slimy, oily even, with stringy bits and the consistency of hair gel. Defied explanation, (laughs) and yet they've, like, explained it in the most gruesome way. (laughs) Not only had it been a rather profound accident, (gasps) but the smell was unrivaled. Generally a substance no human body should emit. That's so cooked. But the thing that set it over the edge was that the shape of the bride wore was a latex deal. That came down over the thighs and up to her bra. No. No, so it went up. The it w- went up like wa- a baby nappy. Waterproof, the poo had just sort of filled it like <gasps> a water balloon of horror. Oh, <laughs> my God. My assistant had opened up the snap crotch and just, oh my God. And just released the evil trickling down the bride's thighs. Yeah, we've got Gary Tate, the photographer here, and he's currently, like, recoiling. Bless his heart. My assistant quickly sealed it back up. She and the bride vainly tried to wipe up the goo dry with toilet paper. This just spread it around, so they decided to give up. Now, I have a shell-shocked assistant and a crying bride. You can smell her four feet away. (gasps) The bride is just flipping out, and she's making her guests wait. Uh, that she has a choreographed dance waiting to happen. Oh, and she it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> she needs to be introduced right now. I'm just looking at her manicured nails. Residue of diarrhea <gasps> are just embedded in her nail bed. I start trying to scrape the poo out with a fabric stain wipe while the bride insists that the show must go on immediately. No. I give in that this is an issue <laughs> we'll, that we'll have to wait. She what? needs to just abort. Abort. <laughs> just go straight to the honeymoon. I give in and that this is an issue we'll have to wait and signal to start the introductions. No. The, the groom what? looks vaguely <laughs> disconcerted by his new wife's odour. <laughs> but I tell my sister what? to distract him until they take the floor. <laughs> You've got to cry <laughs> Um, introductions happen, the dance starts, and we find some fresh horror. No. The dance was a choreographed affair, and as oh. the groom spun his bride around, hand no, on her waist, he is squishing the poo up the insides of the waist trainer, up and out the back waistband. To our horror, we watch as an oily stain spread across the mid-back of the gown. As oh. we are still cringing from this, the groom sets his hand firmly no. in the middle of the poo stain. <laughs> Are there photos? <laughs> no. Well, they could, I don't know. <laughs> she probably. She's oh my probably God. the suing type. 
Action had to be taken as soon as the couple left the dance floor. It was obvious. And I left my assistant in charge while I made preparations. She kept radioing me. The stain was spreading. She could smell the poo from her spot by the DJ. They were cutting the cake now. They were feeding the cake to each other. Both now with... Wait, with poo on their hands? With shit-stained fingers. (laughs) Each was looking downright repulsed. As they left the dance floor, I had someone rush wet naps to the groom and to bring me the bride. The support tent was closed down for me and I pulled a tub of clean water from the caterers. She walked in to find me in dish gloves and a poncho like American Psycho. Oh. (laughs) The five minutes I was sponging down a sobbing naked bride while I questioned every life decision that had led to this point. The diarrhea was everywhere, spread in a thin layer across her body. It may be the most disgusting thing I've ever dealt with. With her clean, with her clean, I drew, I threw away the waist shaper and scrubbed down the fifteen thousand dollar wedding gown back in a plastic basin. The inner lining was a loss, and I cut it out completely. Dressed again and offered a Xanax. (laughs) The bride was little worse, a little worse for wear, except for missing her dinner. The support tent smelled like a sewer and just was was closed for the remainder of the event. The groom was a sport, never directly saying anything, (gasps) but asking if we could cancel the garter toss as he didn't really want to go under her skirt. No! (laughs) Pictures from the event did appear in a magazine. Still photos, away from the smell, were beautiful. (laughs) Um, Do you have any details that I can Google it up? Because I I literally just typed up bride shits herself and it's just lots of photos of brides crying. Oh. Uh, Well, it was written by a person called Totally25 on Reddit. Oh, that's going to be shit. Uh, I mean, this was a very popular, like it, it... I mean, it had been shared like thousands totally. of times. Like it was a pretty popular post. 25. Bride shits herself. Shits <laughs> herself. No, it's just got lots of brides crying. Oh, really? And pulling that face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's it, made my day. It could be true. It might not be true. Uh, look. At least we'll always have the lion dog. No, you can't make that shit up. <laughs> Apparently not. Well, <laughs> you can't make up stringy, oily shit. That's like sick person shit. It's uh, like oil. It's literature from when, the depths of, depths of hell. Yeah, that's, that's that's for sure. Yeah, gross. Anyway, guys, um, please don't unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> We've got better stories, I promise you. Anyway, that's it from us for this ice cube. Oh, what's that meant to be? Oh, nope. Oh, nope. Um, let's do the yellow one. Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in for our ice cube. We're great. Oh, it fades out. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're going to have to figure out these sound effects. I love All right, it. guys, we're going right. to be back soon this Thursday for another full-length episode. Catch you then. Ciao. Until then, be creepy. But don't be a creep. Boom. Meow. Yeah.